following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Todd Kuhn and Denise Dirks and our producer, Cal Hunter, three-time Emmy Award nominee, but never a winner, but will never. someday win um, a radio. What, <laughs> the, the Emmys, not, Emmys TV, radio is what, Cal? I don't know, Marconi or something like that. Yeah, you know, so we're, we're going to win yeah. one of those sometime, and we're going to, we have to make sure we just, we put, don't you have to apply for it or something? I don't know. I've, you know, I've never looked into it because okay. there's about as much chance as I might winning one of those as there was an Emmy. Okay, well, let's try to maybe I'll win it. Then okay, we'll yeah, go you there. win it, and that'll be a vicarious win for all of all us. All of us, for the whole okay. Team. Yes. All right, remember, this is the most interesting, exciting, and I know it's rare, but sometimes informative radio show on earth. You have to remember the most important part of this, though, is we're not giving legal advice. Seek local counsel. Look, we're talking about general topics of law, and you, who listen to Radio Law Talk this past few weeks, have had the opportunity to use us as... You know, something around the dinner table to thwart the in-laws that would always say they say. So if you haven't used it yet, you have one more chance, or maybe two, uh, around Christmas time, New Year's Eve, uh, Hanukkah. Isn't Hanukkah? What was that? That's in December? Yes, yes. Um, during that time period or whatever uh, time period, you're going to be around the in-laws or family, right? We, we have been your citation authority. Yeah, around the dinner table. For, for dinner table, not for court. Or not for any legal issue, yes, but just, yes. just for the in-laws. And so we uh, give you permission to do that. Use us. Just say, well, Radio Law Talk says, Denise Dirk said as follows, and she's the Radio Law Talk host, and she said this. And, and it, look, it's credibility immediately right there. All you have to say is really, look, Radio Law Talk says, and everyone will say, oh, never mind. But you know you'll have it made if somebody in a Supreme Court argument says, your honors... I heard Mr. Frederick Penny, who is authorized to practice before this court, say on the radio. That's true. I mean, it could happen. <laughs> it could happen. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. I could see. The, I could, can you see the justices? Yeah. All right. Ginsburg going. He's what? He was yeah. what? <laughs> I, and I'll raise my hand. Remember, you you met with me in the Supreme Court when I was sworn in. Exactly. Uh, no. I don't. I don't. Fred, Today we're going to talk about George. Yes, Zimmerman. I was wearing my yeah. gloves. <laughs> yes, she was. She does wear gloves. She wears gloves, and she's very those. I brought this up before. Those of you who haven't heard, listened to us before, or didn't remember me saying this, but she, I met uh, met her after I was sworn in, and a little little luncheon thing with a few, only a few attorneys and her, and she. It's like I swear, it's like the Queen of England walking in. It was very similar. I, that's what I felt. It was like the royalty. Uh, whether you agree or disagree with her, it was just she's a little tiny lady, and I'm not talking 95 pounds tiny. I'm talking smaller than that. I mean, and she just has her white gloves, and everything's very proper. And then you got Judge, you know, Roberts walks in. Hey, guy, what's up, man? In a pair of jeans and a t-shirt. Uh, no, hey, dudes. Hey, but he's, <laughs> he's just like, hey, man, how are you? How are you guys? That's So it's just completely different personalities, and, and it was really interesting. So we're going to talk about George Zimmerman suing Trayvon Martin's family for $100 million. And this is the exciting one that we wanted to talk about that I think is interesting. Colombo lawsuit, it's a shocker what the judge does after this huge verdict. We're going to talk about Casey Kasem's children, and the widow are going to settle their lawsuit. Now, 
I the reason I we decided to bring you know this one up, and there's so many things we can talk about. Casey Kasem, if those of you listen to the radio, that's the guy that does like the top top twenty or top one hundred. American top forty. Yeah, but American first. top forty. <laughs> but first, this issue. Did he? He he obviously passed away. Yes, he deceased. Yeah. But but man, I've heard I've heard some of his. They replayed toward the end of his life, and he was. He's definitely. He was very good at what he did. Distinctive voice, did a lot of commercial yeah. voiceovers, some TV parts, and and you struggling. know he, he was just an icon. Yeah, yeah. he was struggling yeah. to talk though. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. and then we're going to talk about the NFL TV rights uh, heads to the United States Supreme Court, and uh, and by the way, the Casey Kasem thing backing up on that. Uh, uh, I'm just throwing a shout out for Bob Hilton, as a friend of mine. He was. Uh, on the prices right and you know he was on our, on this show he was, on the show, he, he was yeah. on the show yeah but he it's so funny all these Casey Kasems and the Dick Clarks and all those individuals were all friends of his mm-hmm. and he he has some great stories to tell mm-hmm. about all these Columbo he all these that was his era and he he knew all of them keep but, your feet on the ground to keep reaching for the stars that's exactly <laughs> Monty, <laughs> Monty Hall Monty Hall was his friend oh yeah, yeah. so as uh, who's the guy that's let's make a deal uh, Bob that was Monty Hall. Bob Barker. Uh, Bob Barker. Price is right. Price is right. Yes. Price is right. Come on down. All right. So, you know, come on down. Was That, that was Bob. That's Price is right. That but that it. is who? But that's his that's, thing. That's yeah. his thing. That yeah. was him. Yeah. Bob Hilton. So, anyway, we're going to talk about those things. But before we do that, we're, we have a very important case or no case that Cal is going to go over with us. Now right, it's time go. to play Case or No Case. I told you a literal and figurative NBA arena. Because in 2008, Gilbert Arenas was signed by the Washington Wizards basketball team for $111 million. Had a serious knee injury the year before, but Washington figured Arenas was the next Kobe Bryant, so they made the deal anyway. That first season, he played two games, nagging injuries. In 2009, he got in an argument over gambling debts with a teammate. Weapons were produced. In the locker room, he was uh, he was suspended for a year, and then at the end of all of that, he said, "You know what, Washington Wizards, you owe me 111 million dollars." Wow. The Wizards traded him in 2012, and the rest of his career was a big fizz. The Wizards were on the hook for the contract. They said, "No, no, no, we have a morals clause, and you violated the morals clause, Mr. Arenas, for pointing a weapon at a teammate." And so I ask you, Mr. Cunin, you get to go first here, case or no case. Uh, I am going to say, I, I do I hesitate to say this because this is how last case or no case started out. But yes, everything that you have said up until now is true about Gilbert Arenas and the issue with pointing oh, yeah. a weapon. He took it into the locker room and it was a gambling debt uh, issue that they had hauled I just don't recall. You know what? I I am I am going to say that everything is true except there was no issue about payment because he did go on to play and they didn't try to get rid of him under the morals clause. Well, Washington was on the hook for the contract when he was traded and they wanted to not pay their share. Yes, so that, that's what I'm basing the premise of this on. Just so you know. Okay, okay. And, and I'm going to say that. I, I'm going to stick with this is everything is correct, but this is not a case. The the part about not wanting to pay because of the morals clause that didn't come up. Okay, fair enough. For the, that did not come up for the Washington Wizards. Denise Dirks, what say you? Case or no case? 
Well, it sounds like well, it sounds like a scenario, obviously, mm-hmm. um, but is it a case? And what I think you're trying to raise is that when you trade somebody, and there's a debt owed on that somebody, and and you're you're doing a trade, that those two teams have to negotiate that debt right. and how it's going to be paid. So-called dead money is what they call it, right? Right. 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 right, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that it is. Um, I'm going to say that it's a case and that the Washington Wizards don't have to pay their part. The new team that takes them on does. Okay, fair enough. Mr. Penny, what say you? Uh, we only have about a minute case. left, so yeah. I'm going to get through it in a minute. Okay. I, I, there's a little bit of strategery going on here Uh-oh. because I have to figure out how to. <laughs> but I think I'm going to go with, uh, it's definitely a scenario. I remember this situation, but uh, is it a case I'm going to say with that much money, it has to be a case. So I'm with Denise. Yes, it's a case. I'm going to say that the – I'm going to say the NBA team wins because Gilbert did point a gun, and that's against morals clause. Believe me, the lawyers write those up really well and make sure there's ways for them to get out of their contract. So call us at 855-LAW-RADIO if you want to – if you want to call in, or the phone number is? 855-529-7234, or you can tweet us at Radio Law Talk. We'll be back with Case or No Case. Have the answer for you coming up right here on Radio Law Talk. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. 
I'm going to quick quack car wash. Get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty tight sexy. Just because I want to don't drive dirty. Going to get my car suds in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far. We're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car. Watch a hundred feet of cloth washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick whack them, spruce her up, just like that. You'll be happy, looking snappy, you'll be glad you was at the quick whack. Car wash it on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick whack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck. Get on the road, come visit the dock at the Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it. I tried counting calories, I took pills, eating and eating, and then more eating. I really wanted to stop, but nothing could make me stop. At one point, it was so bad that I just felt like giving up. I felt so alone. Like nobody else could possibly understand. We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people just like you. People who want to stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life. Overeaters Anonymous, help me get my life back. Now I eat in a way that's healthy and good for me. I never realized what I was missing out on. With OA, I am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. Find us on the web at OA.org. I like the Amadosa Valley. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. Yeah, the Amargosa Valley, for those of you who don't know, is in Nevada. It's a small little town, and it has a casino and a, uh, I'm going to say... It's a, a combination. Yes, casino and how's, how's the, what's the nice way to say it? Uh, Cat house? Cat house. A, the house a, of ill repute. Or a mother, say, uh, yes. or, uh, you know, let's say a, an interesting place. Where when they answer the phone on the answering machine, they say, where your chances of winning are good and the girls are out of this world. That's, That's true. What they say. That's, That's what they say. Machine. That's exactly right. <laughs> right by Area 51. Yeah. That's true. And Bill is our, our fan over there that listens to us. But uh, that was one of our first radio call-ins. Call-ins in our first radio um, station group, right? that picked us right. yeah. up yeah. is out of that little town. And that's why those of you who keep hearing that, it'll always come up to Amargosa Valley. And they're actually really what Amargosa Valley is known for is its alfalfa fields. Apparently a lot of alfalfa and a lot of big hay fields. It's a big farming community. So uh, there you go. That's 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 what's going on there. We're going to get them recognized worldwide. So in the, in the NBA, uh, Gilbert Arenas, was making 111 million dollars. He basically, you know, <laughs> with the wizard, excuse me, Washington Wizards. The issue was they had a gambling debt, and he brings a gun in into the locker room and points it apparently or whatever brandishes it some way against a teammate. Jarvis Crittenton. Yep. Crittenton yep. They name. argue. Uh, the uh, Wizards say we don't owe you the money because there's a moral clause. 
and therefore we're trading you and we don't have to pay you the 111 million. Denise said it's a case and who wins? I said it's a case and that the new team played the 100 million. Paid the 100 million. I say uh, nobody had to pay him the 100 million. At least at least the Wizards didn't have to pay him the 100 million is what I said and it is a case. Todd said it's a scenario but not a case. That's right. Hmm. Well, it's interesting, you know, because in the NBA, so many interesting things can happen. But the one thing that happens, and you guys all know this, in the NBA, everybody gets paid. So here's uh, so just I'm just is it a real the, case or not? Just point, well, I'm going to tell you the whole okay. deal right all here. Right. If you give me a second, because it's really important that that we know this. Um, so what happens is Gilbert Arenas and this guy they get into some hissy fit. Each of them pulls out a gun. Nobody could say who started this. Uh, but the other guy couldn't stay out of trouble. Jaravis Crinton ended up serving 25 to life for manslaughter. Did you know that? Wow. No. But Arenas ended up having a rather unglorious rest of his career and got his $111 million without any charge, without any contest from who? part of the Washington Wizards. They had to pay the full oh, 111. Denise nailed it. No, 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 that's right. No, you didn't. I, I said, no, it was a case, right? It was a case. Nope. No case. Oh, no case was didn't brought. Didn't even file an appeal. Washington said, we traded him. We know it's dead money. We know it's a stupid franchise move. Todd. And guess what? Wow. $111 million for being a jerk with a gun. And wow. so Todd's the only one that gets points. Todd, yes, you're ahead. That's right. Todd gets a couple of points. Wow. He's halfway there. That's exciting. Nice. Well, halfway there, we have to go to 50 points. Todd's at 25. The winner... Like if Todd won this whole game, he has to tell Denise and I what you know. We have to take him to dinner or do somewhere, do right? right? Yeah, but no Epstein request, please. <laughs> Did that come from Denise? I, 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 I'm, I'm shocked that you would think I would make such a request. Me too. <laughs> well, you yes. come in here in your house coat. By the way, next, <laughs> asking her to meet you in the okay. studio. Next hour. Next hour. What? Next hour. Now? I'm going to take okay. you to the world. Of foot fashion. That's right. Oh, foot fashion. Foot fashion. Next okay. Hour Ooh, on Radio foot Lava. fetish. I'd be good at that. What was the movie? The guy that had the foot fetish. Uh, hold on. Uh, I don't know. Thank goodness. Yeah. yeah. I'll think of it. We're going to talk about George Zimmerman. Tell us about who wants to give us. I can go through back into, was it 2008 or 2012? 2012. 2012 was that fatal shooting. Of George Zimmerman shoots Trayvon Martin. That's right. This is where the, a lot of the Black Lives Matter kind of started um, in this. And now, now George Zimmerman is Hispanic. Yes. And Trayvon Martin was African American. And the basic thing is George Zimmerman is a uh, security guard for a gated community that was was it a retirement type community no it was just a i think it was just a gated, just a regular community that had regular this is what brought the whole stand your ground law to the forefront and in in florida the stand your ground law like everywhere else is that if you are the victim of an assault something somebody comes at you you don't have to run away you don't have to try to leave sometimes people in some states you can have liability if even though you're attacked if there is a safe harbor type situation where there's a break in the attack you have to immediately disengage and leave and stand your ground laws essentially say no you don't and trayvon martin 
That you can defend yourself. That you can defend yourself. And so George Zimmerman saw Trayvon Martin, followed him for a little bit because he thought he was suspicious. This was a whole, he was wearing a hoodie. It was raining. Yes, and that was where the whole, really, you had reasonable suspicion or you followed him because he had a hoodie on. And nothing occurred at that point, according to Zimmerman. What occurred was that alleged, according to Zimmerman, that Martin actually came and assaulted uh, George Zimmerman because Martin didn't like the fact that Zimmerman was following him around. And, And there was a confrontation. As alleged by Zimmerman, at one point in time, Martin had Zimmerman on the ground and Zimmerman was on his back. Martin was over the top of him. And Martin said that Tray, or Zimmerman said that Trayvon Martin went for his gun. So he pulled his gun out and shot, shot Trayvon Martin in the chest. Trayvon Martin died. The case was investigated and dismissed and no charges filed initially under a self-defense claim. The pressure. And then a week and a half, two weeks later, there were new witnesses and it led to a prosecution. When we come back, we'll pick up on that about what Zimmerman is saying happened as a result of that and why he believes he's entitled to $100 million. Yeah, this is uh, 2012. It's now just coming out because of actually uh, uh, some evidence that they're finding now, according to Zimmerman as attorney, that needs to be brought out that shows that he was basically... I'm not going to say. We'll be back. All right. There's much more Radio Law Talk coming up. Remember, we're live Saturdays, 9 to noon Pacific, and we stream the whole three hours live at that time. You're welcome to join us. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, 
Don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and bailing company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. Many women and the Ad Council. All advertising for legal services media is strictly for the state and every state in which the advertiser is licensed. No, I don't know what happened, but boom, it all just played at once. Back to the show. Here's Fred, Todd, and Denise. That must be what it's like for the Almighty to hear everybody petitioning. It is yeah. all these stuff going on. That was on. prayer time. Like it yes, was, yes, it yes. Right. Just seen Cal when that was going on. He's just like quietly looking at the board and going, hmm. Well, what can okay, I do? What yeah. can I do? There we go. He did it to confuse us and throw us off. George Zimmerman, you were talking still about George Zimmerman. Talk. Yeah, so the long and short of the George Zimmerman case here is that he was ultimately acquitted. He was charged criminally, and he was acquitted at trial. That raised a lot of – I remember there was a lot of concern over this. There was a lot of fear that People this was going to – People went to the streets, actually. And there was a lot of fear that the response was going to be similar to that of Rodney King back in the 90s. But he was acquitted, and he's – George Zimmerman is interesting character. He's had – Various things happened to him over the years. Certainly his life was turned upside down by all of this. But he has now filed a lawsuit claiming, and he's included Trayvon Martin's mother. He's included some uh, news lawyers. publications. He's included the lawyers. He's included, I, I believe, witnesses. prosecutors, witnesses. Because his argument here is, Look, the police investigated this and and said that this was a case of self-defense. And then a week and a half, two weeks later, two new witnesses came forward with critical information. Where were they when the police were doing their investigation? And he is alleging that they were coached, that the witnesses' Fraud. information was fabricated, that it was fraudulent, and that that's what caused him to go through everything that he had to go through. Um, news outlets then took it and ran with it, knowing that it was false information. So he's throwing the whole kit and caboodle. He's hired a, an attorney that handles this sort of type of lawsuit so it's not like it's it's not like he's hired an attorney that doesn't have experience in this realm and and I view this as let's throw stuff against the wall and see what Well here's Well that's and it's a 100 million dollars yes. in a civil lawsuit. So it's not a criminal matter that's pending. But here's some interesting things. The allegations are they switched witnesses. Um not only that, but there is an actual uh, there's evidence in a book, in a documentary film, uh, that's called Trayvon, the Trayvon Hoax, Unmasking the Witnesses' Fraud that Divided America. And that uh, that is just coming out, and there's evidence in there. They're claiming, again, this is allegations, that show there was a fraud was perpetrated on the court by the Trayvon Martin family and by, uh, you know, uh, their attorneys and you know, yeah, their attorneys cetera, are being sued. Yeah, they're suing everybody for a hundred million, claiming that his life has been ruined because of this. Um, and and boy, what a! But correct me if I'm wrong. Right after he does this, 
uh, with Trayvon Martin. Doesn't he do something else that he actually served some time for? Yeah, some other he got he got in a fight or something to that effect, I believe. Yeah, I, I it was remember. something. It was like he he got into trouble. Anyway, I think this is it's either going to be really really good or really really bad for him. It's not going to be in the middle. Uh, uh, he, he better settle it, is what I figure. Because well, I, I think that you know every this is a no win situation from anyone. Let's exactly. face it. I've always I remember this was going on. I said it's a no win. No win for the uh, Trayvon Martin's family. It's a no win for for Zimmerman. It, it's just a no win for America, to be honest with you. Everyone think, oh yeah, it is a win because it started the you know meet uh, the, uh, the 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 Black Lives Matter. This is where it started. But I, I'm saying it, it's still a no win situation because it was just a bad situation on both sides. And, and, and even if you're on Trayvon Martin's side, it's still Zimmerman's life has been been uh you know thrown in the in the mix and and vice versa so uh interesting to see why this is all coming to a head again and starting all over but it's going to be interesting i don't understand why you would sue the trayvon martin's family members when he knows that they're not going to be able to pay 100 million no but they're part of it and that you have to in a lawsuit i mean the allegations is they were part of this hoax is what he's claiming and so you have to throw everybody in. You can't leave an empty seat. Plus, did they get some money, like a settlement thing or something? Didn't they get some money out of the deal somehow? I'm, no, I they did not. He was he was acquitted. Nobody no, I mean in the, a civil action. Trayvon right? Martin did. No. They, did they? Oh, okay. I don't remember. They may. Have, I don't know. Did they? Did they? Did they sue? No, I, I would think Trayvon Martin's family could sue the association. Because he acted on behalf of the No, he wasn't. He was actually Neighborhood Watch volunteer. Oh, that's right. But you could still say he's part of the association. But go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, you kind of said it with your last thing there. There's always this the empty chair. And so if you don't include people, it is everybody's going to blame the empty chair. In criminal prosecutions, if you have like a co-defendant case, two, three different people charged the same thing, the prosecution is never going to resolve it with one person and then go against the other person unless there's some deal for uh, testifying against them. Because if if it's a theft case and you got two people and I dismiss against one, then party B, party two that I prosecute is going to say, no, it was party one, the guy that you dismissed against. They're always going to point right. to the empty chair. We were talking about other legal trouble of George Zimmerman. Before the Trayvon Martin case, back in 2005, there was an allegation, there was a restraining order that had been filed against him by his significant other at the time on allegations of domestic violence. With Trayvon Martin? No, no, with George Zimmerman. Okay, got so it. So he had that filed against That's him. That's not unusual, Todd, uh, Divorce case. Yes, but yeah. but the the interesting thing though is typically with with restraining order cases and restraining orders there is a firearms prohibition. I don't know how long the restraining order went, uh, or or what Florida's law is with regard to prohibition on firearms even after the restraining order. No, they're been taken that's off, standardized but, now. But uh, so there was that yeah. in 2005. Zimmerman's wife pled guilty to perjury charges in 2013 for statements that she made in connection with the criminal investigation. And then Zimmerman did run into some trouble in 2015. He was arrested by Lake Mary police charged with aggravated assault with a weapon. See, that's what I thought. After throwing, he, it was alleged he threw a wine bottle at his ex-girlfriend. He was released on bond. Charges were not filed. Uh, in 2016, Zimmerman called the sheriff's department to report that he had been punched in the face, so he's back to being a victim again. And again, in later 2016, he was removed from a bar for yelling at a waitress. So huh. anger issues surround him as both a 
alleged victim and defendant, suspect. And he's always plays the victim. He does. He does. That's so. what it feels like to me anyway. You know um, what? Here's, okay, we're going to move on because well, he, who then, knows what's going to happen there. We're, he also we're sued talking. another party that's an interesting part. I just want to say this. Sure. He's um, accusing the publisher of Harper Columns, uh, defaming him in uh, uh, Crump's book, Open Season, Legalized Genocide of Color People. And basically he's mentioned in that book with, that he used actual malice, knowing the untruth, or at a minimum, a reckless disregard for the truth when he attacked Trevon Martin. No, when they talk about Zimmerman, when they talk yes. about Zimmerman. Right. Yes, but when Zimmerman attacked. Right. So right. they were saying that Zimmerman really created the whole, the whole situation. Probably a dumb question. Is he becoming a professional court guy, professional plaintiff? Not really. No, this is no. only a few. No. The, this the, is just um, no. one suit of none. No, yeah, I, don't I think know this is the first time going, he's... Huh? Okay. Yeah, this yeah. is the first suit that I know he's filed. But he filed it against Trayvon Martin's mother and she's running for uh, public office. Yes, uh, commissioner yes. In, in Florida. And by the way, you had mentioned Crump, who was quoted in that article. Crump was the attorney for Trayvon Martin's mother, correct? Yes. Yes, yes. for the family. For the Actually, family. for the whole family. And so yeah. those are the allegations he made. So so we're gonna, we'll are gonna we definitely be following that as time goes on. But we want to talk about a judge tossing out a $70 million verdict uh, against Universal Studios in the Columbia uh, case, Colombo case. Uh, Cal, tell us about Colombo. Uh, we we can talk about it. You followed Colombo. Colombo was played by Peter Falk as part of his N- NBC Sunday Night Movie thing. They had three rotating shows, uh, and Peter Falk was huge, made a lot of money, yes. uh, and he was on every three weeks, I believe, for several years. And then after that, they started making only the movie length versions. Right. It always had some famous star of the day that was ended up being the guilty party that Columbo would track trick right. by his bumbling yes uh, yeah he was like a Cluzo with an English sports car and a trench coat and a droopy dog that's exactly right he always had the you know my, and my father loved this show my dad was a former cop he's an undercover police officer and, and I'm telling you he never missed Columbo and when it came on he would be he'd be the guy that would would shuffle you know he shuffles in and Acts kind of dumb, he's, and he's got the yeah. trench coat, yeah, right, right. and he's the he's kind of a it just. But anyway, the family's fighting over profits from his show, and they win a verdict. And the most interesting thing happens, where the judge tosses out the verdict, and this is the judge that actually heard the case and was deciding on a lot of the merits on the case, and decides, whoopsie, I think I might have. Taking a mistake, uh, taking a misstep. Right. Hey, call us at 855 Law Radio. That's 855 529 7234 or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. So stay with us. More Radio Law Talk is coming right up, right here. So you stay there. We'll be back. Promise. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. 
So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. I'm going to quick quack car wash. Get my car washed. Make it quick quack. Pretty shiny sexy just because I want to. Don't drive dirty. Going to get my car suds in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack quickest than the cleanest by far. We're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car. Wash a hundred feet of cloth. Washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick whack and spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy. You'll be glad you was asked a quick whack. Car wash it on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick whack in the local area. Get in your car. Get in your truck. Get on the road. Come visit the dock. Quick quack car wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. Oh, come on. No points for you. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. So the judge in uh, the 
Colombo case. Uh, the, ver- the the verdict comes down with seventy million dollar verdict against uh, Universal uh, from uh, William Link and the heirs of Richard Levinson. Um, basically, uh, the issue comes down to what's called a photo plays. Now, the jury, um, the, what the jury was supposed to hear, what, well, let's back up. There's a thing called bifurcation in a case. What they do is they separate parts of the case. So there's one part of a case, and once you decide it, then the second part of the case they'll argue. For example, they'll argue liability, right? Yes. Who's at fault? What's the status? Yes, they're at fault. The second part of the case, or the bifurcated part of the case, is, okay, now we argue about damages or what is to be paid. So this case was bifurcated, and in one of the... Go and, it, and it's an interesting bifurcation because um, uh, the one part of it was actually going to be decided by the judge. What was the legal meaning right. in the contract of photo, photo plays? And then the other part of it was going to be decided by the jury. And, and that would be the damages portion. So what happens is that the judge does a bifurcation, but he doesn't decide the meaning of the photo plays until after the jury has already been instructed on the damages, and they did not get proper instruction on that key contract term, photo plays. Because in this particular case, the party's agreement said uh, the studio can deduct standard fees for distribution of photo plays. And if they didn't know what photo plays was, then what would be the standard fees? Right. And so that's why they shouldn't have gotten to the damage portion before they had the legal meaning of the term photoplay. Yeah, because the argument is that had the jury been instructed on proper meaning of photoplay, this is the judge talking now, had the jury been instructed on proper means of photoplays, it would have had no choice but to conclude that Universal does have the right to deduct its distribution feeds. That's exactly what it says. Yes, so. and that and the judge that was um, uh, in the motion but that Universal brought, and the judge did say, Oops, I did it. I yeah. agree with you guys. Yeah. I am setting aside the judgment, and I'm starting a new trial. Yeah, so that, here's a judge stepping up and saying, yeah, I messed up. You yeah. know, and that's good for, good for this judge. You know, sometimes they don't do that, and they're like, mm, what is it? So, but you know, seventy million. It's not like you know, a hundred thousand or fifty thousand. This is a seventy million dollar verdict. Just picture the family just afterwards going to dinner and high fiving, and the next thing the judge goes, "Whoops, I forgot to do this." And uh, you know, so that's what's going on. So there. it's so, a new trial. It doesn't mean that yes. that it, it, there's a winner or loser yet. They're starting all over. So let me let me ask you, Fred. In a case like mm-hmm. this, in in a, a personal injury case, or Denise, in in what you do, if you prevail in front of the jury, but you as the attorney know, well, I, there's <laughs> there's still the appeals. Everybody's going to challenge. What, if any, cautions do you give to your clients to, okay, let's let's not pop the champagne yet, let's not do this, just so that they don't run into that big letdown? What if, what if any, how do you handle that? Well, we do, uh, simply, I, I always tell them, don't spend the money until you have it in your hand. You know, that's, the, that's the key. You worry about people, oh, it looks like we won, and, and they go out and buy their new Camaro. Believe it or not, did you know statistically at one time, I don't know if it's as of 2019, the number one purchased car by plaintiffs once they receive their verdict is a Camaro. Really? Yeah. yeah that's funny. Because in, oh. in my case with, with criminal clients, 
yeah, they can go party because Double Jeopardy, they can't come back. If we win at trial, right. they can't come back and try them again in a felony case. What about family law, Denise? Well, family law, you have major issues that can be appealed as well. But I would say that once an appeal is filed, it does help to resolve the underlying issue, unless it's a pure legal issue. If it's about money, mm -hmm. it's easier to resolve it once an appeal is filed than it is if it's about a legality. So I would say you got 90 days to appeal or 60 days to appeal, and you better get an appellate attorney. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing the appeal. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I, I guess just for if your side prevails – You'd want to give the advice, look, don't don't buy the Camaro yet. Don't do this yet because there is an appeals period that the other side has to get through. And and it's not over till it's over, because I would imagine that would be a very uncomfortable conversation to have with your client if you said nothing to them. And, you know, they've done all this stuff. And then three weeks later, oh, by the way, the judge tossed the verdict. <laughs> You know, the judge overturned this city, and so we got to go back and do it all over again. That that'd yeah, the, be a hard one to deal with. That's hard, but I think it's going to force a settlement. Yeah. I just think they're going to have a settlement here. Um, that's my feeling on it because uh, the cost of having another trial. They may just be having a trial though on damages. Could be right. It's probably is just on damages because I think that they got the definition and they got they understand now that term in the contract. That's a legal definition and now they redo another jury um, and they give them the definition and then they give them up to the damages portion but they have to retry the damages part for uh, sure of course you know the the defense attorneys the the studios are going to say no 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 we got to go back and do the whole thing over again that's what they're going to be arguing that this instruction so tainted the jury's deliberation right. on everything that you can't go in and draw the line at where it did affect or didn't affect the only way we can be certain that justice is served is to go back and do it all well, over again well that sounds again. logical i mean you have to you you yeah. got to be careful Let's talk about a little bit about that. That's interesting. We're going to follow that. This is this with another the new one. jury. Is that what? Yeah. It, I'm sorry. Jury. Yeah. Yeah. With the new jury, we're going to follow this one. Now, Casey Kasem. Those of you who don't know who Casey Kasem is, he is America's top 40. He's the famous guy that on the weekend when you're driving and you get to hear the top 40 for the week, he's the announcer. He's the guy. He's the voiceover guy. He, he was the guy that started it, right? Cal? He's almost like he's almost like the Dick Clark of radio. Right. One of the first syndicated radio shows ever, and I, my, one of my first radio stations where they would send us the program on records every week, oh my so we gosh. could play the master record of Casey Kasem in the American Top 40. Wow. That's so fun. And just think if you yeah, kept cool. one of those original records, that oh, would yeah. probably be worth some money. Well, anyway, there has been a long standing dispute between the following his first wife they had the children now there's a number of children he, they had with the children was it three three or four there's three children and then he gets remarried to gene Kasem. and by the way it's not like he just remarried him sometimes there's little uh, arguments back and forth uh, when uh they just remarried there's when they're 70 yeah. yeah but the new wife when they're 70 or 70 no he had been married to gene the second wife for 34 years before they had passed. It's not like this is a new wife that's just, this is a long time wife they had had that they're arguing over multiple things, including money, including whether or not she took care of him. Uh, Casey Kasem's children are arguing that Gene did not take care of him. There was elder abuse uh, that occurred. And by the way, elder abuse is, is, is not unusual in 
in this country when people get older and they have money and, and a lot of times stuff disappears. Well, even and, if they don't have money. Yeah, stuff disappears and money disappears. And and perhaps one of the uh, – a misnomer when it comes to the term elder abuse is the term abuse because people hear the word abuse and they think physical abuse. Well, no. elder abuse covers – theft and and most of the time bilking people from of their of their fortunes and finances but in this case it was alleged that there was neglect and physical abuse yep. right. by the second wife so this is you know neglect and physical abuse i think is not necessarily financial yeah and they also argued that she was the second wife was restricting their access to him before he's died, and they basically they're arguing he she wouldn't let him come see him or hardly see him. Yeah, we actually dealt with this issue before yes, because it was at that time that the children actually filed to try to get to see their father, and right. I, I I remember this. That that is a telltale sign of an abusive relationship, whether it's domestic violence or otherwise, is the isolation of the victim by the perpetrator, right. so that they think that their whole world is the perpetrator, right. and and that's a key element to any type of abuse. Yeah, and apparently Gene, is going on here. Gene Kasem argues, look, that uh, the children are at this for what? They're motivated for their desire to get more money, and that's. Because she said, according to her, according to Gene, uh, he had cut them off financially in 2012. Right. Wow. That cut off his kids. Cut off the kids and their finan- no, and their financial, their financial uh, payments to them somehow. So this has been going on for quite some time. But they settled. And by the way, Carrie Kasem, one of the daughters who filed the initial lawsuit, released a cl- released some uh, statement saying. I'm distraught and heartbroken over her, my family and lawyer's decision to force me into the settlement. So anyway, settled. We don't have to talk about Casey Kasem and his life anymore. We'll be back. We'll talk about uh, other things. Hour number three. This is Radio Law Talk. This show will continue in just a little bit. Stay right there. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. insurance from low-cost term to business or estate coverage or perhaps a small policy to cover your final expenses, why spend more than you have to? Hi, I'm John David Wells from The Wells Report. Since 1986, AccuQuote has helped hundreds of thousands of folks save a fortune on their life insurance by quickly comparing the rates, features, and financial strength of dozens of top-rated life insurance products right over the phone. Want some examples? A healthy 50-year-old non-smoker can buy a half-million-dollar 10-year level term policy for less than 45 bucks a month. Oh, you say you're 60? No problem. Under 120 bucks a month. 20 or 30 year terms, even permanent plans are available. Okay, so you might have some health problems, huh? Lots of us do, but the experts at AccuQuote will still work with you to find the best affordable policy. To find out how much you can save, call AccuQuote today, 877-439-8830. That's 877-439-8830. 877-439-8830. AccuQuote. Call them today. Rates, policy forms, and availability vary by state. 